I'm Joey Allison Sayers, and this is Who I Am. Today is Joey Allison Sayers, the Oakland-based cartoonist. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on the show, Joey. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're welcome. I'm glad we finally got this uh, this slot sorted out. This was a yeah. tough one to, to nail yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks um, for being flexible. Yeah, no, thank you. So um, you are a cartoonist, or do you have a, another name that you like to go by? That, uh, um... No, I love cartoonists. That's yeah. great. It's okay. perfect. And yeah. do you, you live in uh, Northern California, Yep, in the Bay Area. Nice. Yeah. And uh, is that where you grew up, or? Uh, no, no. I mostly grew up in Colorado. Oh, although okay. I've been back here for twenty-one years, so mm-hmm. I think that qualifies as my home now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when did you start cartooning? Was that something that you'd always done, or is it something that you you picked up later in life, or? Well, a little bit of both. I mean, I I I drew comics for as long as I can remember. Um, mm-hmm. I just always liked reading them in the newspaper, you know, since I was a little kid. And so I'd try and copy them and do my own and all that stuff. Um, and, and then I took a big break, uh, from comics until about 15 years ago, I guess. And then I kind of got re re-energized with them and just started drawing again and, and was just doodling in bars and, and, uh, just, like drawing on the back of, of menus and, and calendars and things like that and bars and, and restaurants. And then I just kind of, st- things sort of started gelling into more comic related stuff. And, uh, yeah. And then I, I started collecting things into little, uh, hand printed, like handmade, uh, mini comics mm-hmm. and, uh, just kind of went from there. Right. And it was, that, um, the, the style that you have, um, was that something that you initially like as, as soon as you started drawing, that was you, you kind of fell on that because of your because you loved the, the comic strips in newspapers and stuff like that, that you, you knew that there was like that quick gag style that you could. You could yeah. Use. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, with, you know, I mean, it's a, my style obviously has evolved over the years a little bit. <laughs> um, I hope um, that people can tell. But uh, but yeah, I've always, you know, I, I don't really go too much in for like the hyper realistic or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm you know, I'm pretty much, I'm self-taught and I, I like, uh, I just like that style. I like the free humor style. I don't think, I don't think the stuff that the kind of jokes that I make and the kind of stories I want to tell would really be served by, uh, by photorealistic or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or too many other styles. Uh, yeah. I think it goes really well with, I think it fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it kind of, it, um, it helps with the, some, like on Twitter, you were doing those things where it was, people would name a TV show or a movie and you'd draw what you thought that TV show or movie was about very quickly. And it, that, that style really lends itself to that kind of quick humor, but yeah. it's very expressive for, for that style. It's... Yeah. Yeah. That's one benefit of it. It's easy to like scale up and down really quickly from like, you know, a fast, you know, 30 second drawing to something that takes me probably far longer than it should, but you know, <laughs> Uh, um, when did you but, start doing uh, diary comics? Was that? Um, well, I've only really done kind of the one, which was just so you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that's pretty much. I mean, not exclusively, but it's pretty much the only autobio that I've done. I've done little shorter strips here and there, but uh, just so you know, was was 
that was about seven, let's say six, seven years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, that was like kind of my first foray into, into going up and into autobiographical work. And, um, it was a big shift for me because I've always just done jokey stuff and mm-hmm. uh, have mostly done that since. So it was, it was, felt very different to, to really open myself up like that and to talk about something so personal. Right. Yeah. And, um, um, how was it received? Did you, did you go to any shows with it or? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was really well received, uh, you know, by many comic standards. Um, I, I sold out of several print runs of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it, it, at the time there wasn't a lot else like it. It's basically, it was my comic where I chronicled my, uh, coming out as transgender and my gender transition. Um, and so it was a story that, you know, a lot of people hadn't read or didn't know much about. And, and at that time it wasn't, it still wasn't quite as mainstream as it is now, if you can mm. even call it mainstream now. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, and it, I think it spoke to a lot of uh, other queer artists and readers and things like that. So, um, so that helped it out a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, it stayed. It stayed a mini comic. I, I, it's, it's. You can read it for free on my website now. I, I decided to stop reprinting it and just let people read it because mm. um, I was only ever selling it just to cover my costs, anyways. And I figured putting it online kind of took care of that, that side of things. Um. But yeah, for a little while there, I was looking, talking to some different people about publish, publishing it as a as a book book, but never really, uh, I never really followed through on any of those. Mm. <laughs> so, ah, well, it's it's kind of like uh, like you said, you it, it was at a time that this wasn't really um, in the news as much as it is now, and now it's become yeah so relevant that, that it's. Have you noticed that people are being drawn back to that because of the relevance in the back to the comic itself Mm -hmm. or um a bit you know i think it still finds the people that need it like i i don't really promote it too heavily but i i talk to people who who found it or 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 someone told them about it or um you know who just who find it at the time that they need it in their lives a lot of young budding trans people um come across it and um but yeah no i don't i don't really i don't really go out of my way to make a a point of, you know, encouraging people to read it anymore. I just, I just am kind of moving forward with, with the comics that I'm working on now, mm-hmm. um, instead of looking backwards, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, with the, uh, when you first started, uh, doodling the, the, and, uh, on, on bar napkins and stuff like that, when did you realize mm-hmm. that it was something that you could actually do as a, as a career and, and become a cartoonist and a paid cartoonist? And when do you remember oh. the moment? Um, it was several years. I mean, I, <laughs> I mostly just was doing it for fun. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I would show my drawings to people and they'd laugh or whatever. And, um, but it wasn't, it was a long time before I even made any money off of comics. Um, you know, I started collecting them into these handmade mini comics and I would go to shows and sell them. And, and by and large, I just pretty much, uh, you know, you know, cover my costs to go to the show and to print out the comic. And I wasn't, I wasn't making anything, any money at it. And it never really seemed like that was, uh, going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but you know, the more I, the more I drew, the more people saw things. And then little by little, I started to get people offering to give me money to draw comics and that felt pretty good. So, um, 
I kind of started chasing that down a little bit. And, um, but ultimately it was kind of the hustle that, that caused me to take a break from comics, um, around the time that my first child was born, Mm -hmm. um, which is now four and a half years ago. Um, I just took a, I just stopped doing comics and I, it was just too much effort to, to, to just be chasing down paid work, you know, mm-hmm. cause I, I mean, I also still have a day job. Um, and I had, you know, a very tiny baby <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and it was just, was too much. And I, you know, I didn't have a lot of time to draw and I just didn't feel like, like hustling anymore. Mm. Another thing too, is at the time I was, a lot of what I was doing was, uh, newspaper work, uh, doing a strip for alternative news weeklies. Mm-hmm. And it was also a, a as I was getting more and more into doing it, they were more and more going under. And <laughs> I, I basically, I boarded a sinking ship right. and, uh, <laughs> and I was like, come on, everybody, this is fun. And, and, uh, and the publishers one by one were just like, yeah, we're not going to be carrying comics anymore. Mm. Or, you know, we're going to pay you half as much. And, uh, and it just, so that, that was just like, okay, I guess, I guess I better get off this ship before there's nobody <laughs> left. Um, so yeah, ultimately I ended up taking a, about, uh, what was it? About three years off drawing comics. Um, mm. just did a couple of little projects here and there, um, for, you know, some friends and, and some, uh, various people who, who made me nice offers to <laughs> draw a little comic. And, uh, but yeah, so it was about a little, over a year ago now, I, I kind of got back into it really full force, and uh, it's been great. Mm. Hmm. And with um, with newspaper strips, do you? I mean, it's such a that was such a part of my childhood, and it sounds like it was yours mm-hmm. as well. And it's it, it really is like I I can't think of any newspapers now that carry them, even on like the Sunday. Pa- the the funny pages aren't there anymore. Yeah. And do you? Is that something that you you wish would come back and would like to be involved in if it if, if it came back with, or to push a way of getting it out there in that format again or do you think it is a, a ship that's gone? I uh, you know I do kind of think the ship is gone. I, I mean I know print newspapers are still around mm-hmm. um, obviously, but but they just don't have that same uh, importance in society that they once did. I mean a lot of people, myself included, just get our news online. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I haven't really, no, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want to go back to doing that. Um, it was also just a lot harder to, I don't know, to see what people thought about things. I, I mean, the, for better or for worse, doing comics online, kind of, uh, you get to see what people think about your work in mm-hmm. a pretty uh, real time way. Um, you know, I had an experience with that today um, where I, yeah yeah i posted a i posted a strip about international women's day mm-hmm. and uh um it was a little it was a little snarky for sure but i it was you know it was my thoughts about it and uh i i kind of spent all day um getting a lot of you know a lot of support from a lot of different people a lot of positivity but there was definitely a, a cadre of of folks who were not happy about it and really wanted to tell me all about how they weren't happy about it so I got very uh, quick with the block button on Twitter and <laughs> just kind of tried to keep going and stay positive. Mm, yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, it's. It, it seems like um, for everything that's great about uh, comics and the community of comics um, for women mm-hmm. and for queer and for transgender folk in comics, it's mm-hmm. still such a, a dangerous place to to be. Sometimes it really are. 
like put yeah. yourself out there to be to be torn down sometimes which is yeah unfortunately yeah it makes i i get nervous sometimes about mm. the things that i publish and and um you know in a way that i didn't think about uh before i transitioned um uh, but you know that yeah i think i can't speak for every uh every woman or every queer person but it's it's kind of part of everyday life as well you know mm -hmm. just being a little bit more self uh self-aware you know about what you're saying or what you're doing and how it's going to be received and and who's listening or, or watching and um just to stay safe you know so i, I think about that and i you know, obviously I don't, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want anything terrible to happen to me or anyone I know. So you just got to think about it a little bit more, mm. but you know, I'm not going to stop drawing comics yeah. for that. I'm going to keep going. And it, in a way it sort of shows that, that, you know, those comics, those challenging comics need to be out there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely, um, it's, it's, I mean, the, the need for, for pushback is greater than ever, it seems at the moment. Mm -hmm. So yeah 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 especially in their political climate yeah um with um which strips were, were inspirations to you do you remember if there was any specific creators that you liked or yeah well you know i mean when i was really little i was like super into garfield and uh and, like <laughs> and, and peanuts and i uh but uh, you know especially garfield gosh I, I mean garfield was the bomb when i was a little kid it's just <laughs> so hilarious um to me and I think what's really funny, just as a sidebar, is that Garfield is still super, super popular with kids. Mm, yeah. Um, and kids of the same age that that I was when it was popular with me. And I, you know, I work in a library, and I just, it, I just kids still to this day they'll check out, you know, ten Garfield Treasury collections <laughs> that are, you know, and, and I'm just like, I was you, I was that kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Garfield's my, hilarious, you know. Of course, I'm really into them as well. It's kind of yeah. It's funny because there's there's like uh, he's become. I can't remember when it was, but it seemed like, you know, he's not quite in that Dilbert world of like shunned uh -huh. as, a, as a comic character, but there's definitely <laughs> a, a, like Garfield is seen as kind of absurd now. And yeah, and it was, I, yeah, I remember reading it as a kid as well and being like, but that was the one that, that strip and um, Hagar the Horrible for some reason were the two that oh, I was really yeah. into. <laughs> yeah. And all those comics, the, the humor is like pretty straightforward. Like it's not, there's, it's not multi-layered. It's not, it's not complicated. It's it's definitely the kind of humor that all ages can get. And I mm -hmm. think for most people, when they get a little older, it's kind of like, you know, yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, it's not it's not as funny, but but that's kind of what's cool about it in a way is that kids can just like latch onto it and and get it and like it and feel kind of proud of themselves for getting that humor. You know, I'm watching my own kids kind of learn what humor is, like what a joke is and how to tell a joke and make a joke. And they're really young, you know, but um but even just their their rudimentary attempts at trying to be funny just like are amazing, you know. So when kids learn about humor out in the world and learn about Garfield and oh man, and then he's he's gonna make a joke about Mondays and you know, like <laughs> to them I think it's just like magical. It's it was for me. Mm -hmm. Um and but yeah, I've I've always I've always enjoyed the humor strips. So, you know, as I graduated from Garfield and moved on to like the far side and and Bizarro and some of the more uh I guess, nuanced strips, for lack of a better word, mm -hmm. um, as I got older. Um, and then when I got sort of like high school and college aged, I got really into like those alternative Newsweekly comics, um, you know, some of which are, are still around today, mm -hmm. um, like Linda Berry and, and Tom Tomorrow and those guys. And yeah. 
And there was it was also the era. I, I guess they still make these like newspapers that are just comics. Like the I can't remember the names of any of them. It'd be like the like the comic press or something like that. And it would just mm -hmm. be like a collection of somebody would like reprint a bunch of comics from other things and some originals and those are really rad to me. Mm. It just felt subversive to like pick up a newspaper that was all comics. <laughs> um, so yeah. Mm. And in the the Bay Area, is this, is there a vibrant um, uh, underground creator? Uh, oh yeah. There? Yeah yeah. It's still here. It's still pretty. It's still pretty huge and pretty vibrant. Mm. Um, I'm I'm less connected to it than I once was because I I'm a mom and I'm you know mostly at home with my kids and uh, but. You know, but I'm still in touch with with a lot of folks, and and just I can see it peripherally. I mean, there's you know independent comics festivals that that people throw here, um, which are really cool. And yeah, it's just like cartoonists are everywhere. I feel like I I talk to people all the time who who live in the area um, and are drawing comics, which is just fantastic. Because mm. um, I was really I was really connected with it for a long time, um, and helped put on shows. We used to do readings at. Uh, some of the bookstores around and do, you know, readings and, and art shows and all kinds of different things. That was just a, a really, a really fun time. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I think a new, like the next crop of kids are doing that now. So that's really cool to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you still table at shows or is that something that you, you don't have time for anymore? Yeah, no, I haven't done that in a, in, in a long time. I miss it. I really do. Um, but yeah, it's been since before my kids were born. Um, but it's a great way to get out there and meet people and just have like a fun weekend of thinking and reading comics. <laughs> <laughs> What's your process for, for working when, um, wow. You know, from like, from, from start, I guess, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I wake up in the morning with a comic idea. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night with a comic idea. Um, and then just hope against hope that I'll wake up remembering it. Um, <laughs> and sometimes I will, you know, I'll have a germ of an idea and I'll just like metaphorically bang at it with a hammer in my head for a few days until it slowly shapes into a comic. But, uh, but then after that, it's just kind of, it's pretty basic. I, you know, I, I, I'm fairly low tech still. I, I draw all my comics in pencil and, and, uh, ink over them, mm -hmm. uh, with pen. And, and then I just scan everything in and just color it digitally in Photoshop. I used to even color with colored pencils and various other things and paint and crayons and stuff. But, uh, but I've, I've moved on to digitally coloring. Mm. It's just much more satisfying to me. And I think it, <laughs> I think it fit. It's, it's, it, it's easier for one thing for sure, but more to the point, it's uh, I think it fits my, my art style mm -hmm. um, kind of in the similar ways as we were talking about before. Mm. Do you keep uh, uh, notebooks around uh, just filled with little ideas for, for things that could become jokes later or is it more you settle on uh, one and go with it until it's done? I usually I usually write scripts actually, uh, okay. or you know, or like any anything from just like a one sentence to like a you know panel by panel, uh, you know, uh, with this sort of direction like visual direction and then and dialogue, um, and I usually just do that on my phone when I'm out and about if something mm -hmm. strikes me. Um, I'm a big fan of Google Keep. It's a great way <laughs> to have lots of little ideas and uh, kind of can move them around and stuff. Um, and then, no, there's, and then I just have, you know, some, a bag of sketchbooks that I kind of carry around with me, like to and from work. I do a lot of work 
a lot of a lot of comics work at work actually mm-hmm. um, on my breaks. I just uh, when it's time for me to take a break, I just sit at my desk and and pull out uh, some paper and put a podcast on my phone and just kind of zone out for fifteen minutes or a half hour and just draw. Mm-hmm. So mm. yeah, because I just don't have as much time at, at home as I once did. Mm. <laughs> a little regrets. <laughs> Um, how do you find the time? If, if it is it purely like that, that is the yeah. having that that time at work helps the process because it gets you. Well, that helps a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I, I really just cram cram in the drawing time anytime I can. Um, you know, the last couple of days I've I've had some ideas in the morning that I just really wanted to get out because they were uh, really topical. Um, the one today, and then yesterday there was one about uh, that ridiculous. Uh, uh, Representative Chaffetz quote about phones and healthcare and yeah. all that. Um, and so, uh, fortunately, my kids are kind of at the age where they they like to do art too. So we just all sat at the the breakfast table um, after we ate and, mm-hmm. and did a bunch of drawing before we all had to go to school and work, um, which is really satisfying. And it's kind of always, you know, it's like my dream sort of family situation, just sitting around the table drawing. Um, and uh, yeah, and I just post this stuff up. But yeah, otherwise it's just like as soon as the kids go to bed, I draw, and you know, like I said, on on breaks at work, and really just any time I can kind of squeeze out just a little bit of time, mm-hmm. I just do a little bit of drawing, and I just have different strips and projects and different stages of completion, and uh, you know, just kind of catch as catch can, really. Yeah. Mm. Um, with uh, the the strip that you did for Mad Magazine, how did that come around? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. The machine that traveled through time, Mm -hmm. uh, that was, uh, that was kind of a circuitous story. It was, I, I met, I met a woman at, at the alternative press expo in San Francisco, Mm -hmm. um, a bunch of years ago. Um, and she worked for a cartoon syndicate and she was interested in getting, you know, having me do a strip for their syndicate. And, um, so I was really, got really stoked about that. And we, ended up, uh, emailing back and forth after the show. And, uh, and as it turned out, it really wasn't, it wasn't going to work out. She, I guess her enthusiasm about my comics was not shared necessarily by everyone else at, at, uh, at, at, in her, uh, at the syndicate. So, Mm. um, but she then like, uh, passed me on to a coworker of hers who worked in a different arm of the syndicate and they were doing some animation stuff. And so I spent a lot of time pitching ideas to their animation department. Um, and nothing came to fruition there either. Um, and I was feeling pretty down and out about the whole, about the whole business when, uh, but then that person said, Oh, I have this friend at mad magazine, you know, do you want me to put you in touch with him? And I said, well, of course, you know, cause I read mag mad magazine when I was a kid and I thought that sounded like pretty cool to get involved with. And, uh, and then that clicked and, you know, I pitched them a bunch of different ideas and finally something clicked and, uh, I ended up doing that strip for them for several years. Um, almost every issue towards the end there. Mm. So that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they were, they were fun to work for. It was, it was a very different experience. I mean, it's a, it's a big company and it's a, it's a corporate magazine and they're really supportive of their creators. Um, but there's, you know, they have a lot different things to consider, you know, it's not as freeing. It's not, it's not as free as like just doing a mini comic, obviously, but you know, there's certain things you can and can't say, and they, you know, they want their jokes 
to not be too complicated or it's not complicated per se, but yeah, you know, they have a, they have a style and yeah, they were great to work for though. I, I really enjoyed that. Hmm. Do you think anything else will, will happen with them down the line or? I mean, it's possible. I wouldn't write it. I wouldn't write it off. Um, it just hasn't been where I've really felt drawn to mm-hmm. right now. Um, I've been doing a lot of different types of things. I've been doing a lot of work for the nib, um, mm-hmm. which is more kind of political comics. And that feels, um, even before the, res- the results of the, uh, presidential election was just feeling a lot more, uh, where I wanted to put my energies. I just, I, I feel like it's an important time to, to be talking about all these social and political issues. And, um, so I wanted kind of to get in on that and to, to do some more, uh, just, I don't know what the word is, just a little more thoughtful work and not, not thoughtful, but important. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How can I say something without insulting everybody? Uh, no, I just, I just, I was just feeling pulled in a different direction. So mm-hmm. I did that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, that, that's definitely, um, it seems at the moment that humor is really needed and, and to be focused in, in politics and at politics. So it's, it makes sense yeah. to be drawn towards that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a unique time that we're mm. in right now. Yeah. Um, so what, what are you working on? You said earlier that you're working on some new stuff at the moment. What is, well, I mean, I'm still doing the, I'm doing strips for the nib a couple of times a, a month and, uh, and then I'm been doing a strip for, um, Go Comics, which mm-hmm. is a, a online syndicate of uh, Universal Press, and so I do been doing a strip for them every week and publishing some back catalog stuff. Um, so that's been really cool, um, and that's kind of the main the main things right now. Just kind of keeping up on that, and then just doing little one off comics as as the mood strikes. I'm just I don't have much more time than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, I always have little ideas for little drawings. I, you know, I just kind of goof around. That's 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 kind of my mo right now. Um, I mean, I'm happy that I'm doing some paid work for some people for sure, um, but I just want to be doing what I want to be doing. I don't want to be stressing about you know too many deadlines or or other people's editorial um, ideas. I just kind of want to be having some fun. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, it's, it's a busy world and a crazy world. And, and, you know, as, like I said, with job and kids and stuff, it's just, you know, I, I just want to be having fun. And to me, drawing silly little things is fun. Mm-hmm. So, mm. and where else can uh, people find your work? You, you have a, a um, website up where it has some yeah. links to strips and, and, and stuff up there that you can read. Um, yeah, jsayers.com is a good place to to just find a bunch of my stuff. Or, uh, you know, pretty much every everything that I make now I put on Twitter. That's my sort of uh, my main outlet. Mm-hmm. So um, at Joey Allison, that's just one L on there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't really keep up the website so much anymore. I, every once in a while, kind of update <laughs> some things. But uh, I don't know. I'm not a web designer. If anybody wants to create a website for me, <laughs> give me a call yeah <laughs> um do you still print out many comics at all or is it everything no, online? no I, you know i haven't because i uh you know i'm not going to shows and things like that so i just put everything online where anybody can read it anywhere um but i, I think about it from time to time i also think about doing a big collection of all of all my strips over the last 
15 years. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be pretty cool too, but hmm. not yet. If anybody wants to publish a book. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jerry. Well, thank you very much for, for talking with me. And um, Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll let you get back to to your world of getting ready to, I, I think your kids are in bed by now as, as mine are. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go back to being a mom and, uh, getting ready for work in the morning. Awesome. I will. Okay. Thanks so much. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. That's it for the show. We'll be back in two weeks. You can find us online at who I am podcast.com and contact us by email at who I am at gmail.com or by phone at 818-308-4066. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, there is a submissions form on the site. We're also on iTunes where you can leave a rating if you feel inclined. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Jamie Gamble, and this was This Is Who I Am.